Oh, uh, oh my gosh, that was hot. Not like sexually hot. Um, welcome back to Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinemas, cinema for everyone. As you know, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. So, it's, um, uh, you know, Friday. This is the Friday episode. Um, Kyler, um actually just got really wrapped up in moving as you uh, as you know from the last episode he recently moved into a new house uh with his family Brittany and the the Chirons Steel Silas and Shepard and uh Kyler just got super wrapped up in moving so he was not able to record which is no big deal I actually enjoy doing some of these episodes uh sorry not some of them but whenever I get the opportunity to do an episode by myself I actually do quite enjoy it um, it's very, um, it's the word I'm looking for. Sorry if I sound a little stopped up. My allergies are going absolutely bonkers because, uh, as you know, we live in Texas and it's currently 20 degrees outside and three days ago it was like 70. So my allergies are going crazy. But like I was saying, I actually enjoy doing these episodes that I get the chance to do them by myself on. It's very therapeutic, you know, just sitting here talking to yourself, sounding like an absolute lunatic. But it's all good. Every time I do one of these episodes, it never lasts for an hour because even though it is therapeutic, it is very hard to talk to yourself just about stuff for for an hour straight. So uh, this episode will probably be, you know, I, I really want to push it to like 30 minutes, maybe 45 if we're lucky. But we'll see how it goes. Um, so, as you know, me and Kyler being huge sports guys, um, I don't think we talked about it on the on the last episode, but the Logan Paul-Floyd Mayweather fight, the boxing fight that was supposed to uh, take place on February 20th, uh, actually got pushed back. Um, from what I understand, it's sort of on both sides due to, like, COVID protocols and stuff of that nature. Um, the fight's still on. Um just postponed until further noticed. Um, if I had to guess, it'll probably be a summer fight, maybe, maybe a April or May fight, to be honest, but also going on in the world of fighting, uh, the Jake Paul Ben Askren fight. It's still on. It's still a go April 17th, uh, headline fight for Triller, I believe. So, uh, I'm taking Jake Paul and by decision in that fight, Kyler, I feel like Kyler's probably he'll he'll probably take Jake Paul too, but I could be wrong. You never know. He'll probably choose Ben Askren because Ben Askren is a professional fighter. I go off of what my eyes tell me, um, which is Ben Askren can't throw a punch to save his life. Um, and Jake Paul, even though he is a YouTuber, uh, he has been in the ring before, boxing ring, and he is a heavy striker in in boxing. Ben Askren being a UFC fighter, and wrestler he's not very prone to striking he's he gets hit easy yeah he can take it that's why i'm taking jake paul by decision but that's my reasoning going into it um also tomorrow the 12th uh gilbert burns and kamaru kamaru usman uh headlining the ufc fight for the weekend um looking forward to that fight i'm not going to be buying the fight um, mainly because that's the only fight on the whole card that I'm interested in. Um, and 
nothing against Kamaru Usman or Gilbert Burns. I'm just not their hugest fans. They're not somebody that draws my attention to a screen whenever I hear they're fighting somebody. It's just not my not my thing. Um, even though Kamaru Usman is a fantastic fighter, just the fight against Gilbert Burns isn't something I'm looking forward to. Why am I coming in so hot? Let me turn myself down a little bit. I think that's better. Yeah, that's much better. Now, UFC, on my phone out here, but uh, my prediction for that that fight, uh, that Gilbert Burns, Kamaru Usman fight, I'm taking Kamaru Usman by... Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Kamaru Usman by, I'm going to take him by knockout in the third, by TKO in the third. Uh, yeah, it's UFC 258, so that's who I'm taking. Now, UFC 259, on the other hand, that's what I'm looking forward to. You got three title fights, Tiago Santos is on the card, um, so I'm pretty excited for that one. Um, we got Jan Blahovich. Uh, the current light heavyweight champion of the world, fighting Israel Adesanya, the last style bender. Uh, Israel Adesanya is moving up to light heavyweight to claim that double champ status. Israel Adesanya is a middleweight. He is the current middleweight champion of the United uh, United States. What am I saying? Current middleweight champion of the UFC. He's moving up to light heavyweight to challenge Jan Blachowicz for the light heavyweight belt. Um, I'm taking Israel Adesanya by decision in that fight. Actually, you know what? I'm taking Israel Adesanya by TKO in the third in that fight. Co-main event, um, we got Amanda Nunez versus Megan Anderson. Uh, no no joke here. I'm taking Amanda Nunez. She's the GOAT. She's the champ for a reason. She is the best female fighter to ever fight in the UFC. Um, and then another... I guess co-main event, if you want to call it. It's the third title belt between Petre Jan, the current bantamweight champion, and Aljamain Sterling. I'm taking the upset, and I'm taking Aljamain Sterling in that fight. I'm a big fan of how he fights. Uh, Petre Jan, uh, for, you know, it's his first title defense. Um, I'm taking Petre Jan. That's, that's just, that's me. I don't, his fight against Jose Aldo, I didn't see much in it that makes me think that he's like a, I mean, he's a champ for a reason, so I'm not going to say he's not a great champion, but I think Aljamain Sterling gets it done um, by decision. I'm taking Amanda Nunes by knockout, uh, (laughs) just like she finishes every single other person she fights. I'm taking her, the the Lioness, uh, and I'm taking the last style bender over Jan Blachowicz by third round TKO. Wouldn't be surprised if it went five. At the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if Jan Blahovich caught Israel Adesanya with a mean overhand right and and TKO'd finished him as well. You know, that one eighty five to two oh five, that's a big that's a big jump in the UFC because guys are cutting to you know, Israel Adesanya walks around at probably one eighty, one ninety, one ninety five, two hundred. Um Jan Blahovich probably walks around at like two forty. Cuts down to 205, probably fight night, 220. Israel Adesanya is probably going to be 205, 206, 207 come fight night. It's not like he's going to be adding on a bunch of weight. So he'll have a big, big weight disadvantage. But uh, I think in the speed and 
accuracy of striking. He got Yablohovich all day. As long as he can remain not to get hit, uh, or at least not get hit uh, correctly by Yablohovich, who is a big, powerful man, I think Israel Adesanya gets it done. Um, but that's it on the world of UFC stuff, fighting in general. Um, we talked about the Super Bowl, obviously. Nothing going on really in the NBA other than the Derrick Rose trade. He's a New York Nick again. Um, that's really that's really all I got in the world of sports, which is, I guess, unusual for us because normally, whenever we do talk about um, uh, <laughs> whenever we do talk about you know sports, we're on, normally on it for a for a while. Um, I'm actually scrolling down Instagram right now to sort of get some content. Like, um, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, oh yeah. So shout out to Colton Thompson, AKA CJT 93. There's an ice cream company called salt and straw. So we were talking about this beforehand. Well, not beforehand. Me and him were actually on the, we were talking about this before I started recording. Salt and straw is a ice cream company based out of, I believe, Portland, if I'm correct. Let me see here. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, in Portland, Oregon. Um, so ice cream shop out of Portland, Oregon. Uh, I believe Colton said that they have a shop in California and a shop that's recently not super recent, but the newer shop, uh, newer shop opened up in Miami or somewhere in South Florida. Hey, Colton's a big fan of it. I've yet to try it. Um, <laughs> we were talking about it, and it just made me think about like weird going back to food and stuff like that. Like whenever meet, whenever we had Brad on, weird food combinations. So, like Kyler, Kyler had Kyler has a weird taste in food. Like an extremely weird, weird taste in food. So when I was going through these, I was, you know, looking at their, they're known for their inventive flavors. I'll say that. So like, for instance, a week ago, um, they posted their 10 year reunion, their vault series, ice cream flavors that they'll be selling. So we got, most of these sound very good. So we got salted caramel cupcake, probably delicious to be honest. We got Cinetopia Cinnamon Bun. Uh, that sounds a little sweet for my tasting, and I'm also not a huge cinnamon fan. Then we go Strawberries Tres Leches. I'm a huge fan of Tres Leches cake. I'm a huge fan of strawberries. Can't Sounds like you can't go wrong with that. Then you get a little weirder with Brown Ale and Bacon. It's a Brown Ale beer with bacon. It's probably for somebody, probably not for me. And then you got Lemon Cheesecake Crumble. Those are pretty generic flavors. But then, uh, before that, we had our, or I say we, they had their, uh, where is it at? I was just looking at it a minute ago. Dude, what the heck? Oh my gosh, give me a moment. I got to find it now. I was looking at it. Now I can't, there it is right there. So. Back on January 15th, they had their Hello Miami pack. Or their, yeah, their Hello Miami pack. Um, 
Uh, it says their Instagram post says, hello, Miami pack. We can't wait to join the most pronounced and creative food scenes in the country. That's why we're giving an early taste of some of the wildly diverse and unique ingredients that will be featured on our Wynwood and coconut grove menus. Okay. So they do have shops in Miami. So we got the salty donut guava and cheese flavor. That's crazy. The Panther coffee, chocolate, tres leches. That one's probably absolute fire. Then we got the Exquisito Chocolates Hazelnut Cookies and Cream. Probably fire. I really want to try this one. The Gables Delight Pineapple Coconut Cream Pie. And then to top it all off, we got Bacon Biscuit Crumble with Pickled Caramel. Or Caramel, however you want to say it. That one, I'm not going to lie to you, that one probably is not for me. That one just does not sound too delicious <laughs> to be honest at all that one sounds absolutely disgusting and whoever tries it you know everyone has their thing that's not for me but the, just that just I'll, going off of that whole conversation off salt and straw made me sort of think of kyler and his weird food habits then it made me think of weird food combinations in in general so I'm gonna rattle off some some weird some weird food combos that I sort of looked up. And I'm gonna give my opinions on them. So to start it off, um, ice cream and fries. I don't think that one's that weird to be honest. I live in I'm not to be honest. I'm not very sure how famous Wendy's is across the country. If I had to guess, it's a pretty globe, pretty country you know franchise. I'm pretty sure there's Wendy's everywhere. And I'm pretty sure people all across the country, when they go to a Wendy's and get a Frosty, they put their fries in it. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Frosties, Frosties are an ice cream. Ice cream and fries, I don't know why that made the list, but whatever. Moving on, we got chocolate and avocado. So, this one's really strange to me because... I might, I might be in the minority here, but avocados don't have much of a taste to me. It's more of a texture thing. I just don't think avocado avocados have that much of a taste to make chocolate being well, chocolate being chocolate is such an overbearing taste. Like when chocolate's in something, you taste that majority first all the time. It's such a powerful flavor. I don't see that one changing that much. Now here we go. This one's this one's a little strange. We have olive oil and ice cream. Now what's weird about this. I'm going to have to call Colton tomorrow about this. Salt and Straw has an olive oil and ice cream flavor. I was not aware of I was not aware of this this flavor that existed and I now I know that olive oil and ice cream apparently goes they go together. Who knew? Coca-Cola and chicken. Now that one I don't I don't I'm confused on, are you eating like Coca-Cola chicken? Like chicken fried in like Coca-Cola? I don't, I'm not really sure. You're just talking about like two separate things. Like when you eat chicken, have a cold glass of Coca-Cola on the side. I feel like that's pretty normal. Strawberries and balsamic. Here's another one. Salt and straw actually has a strawberries and balsamic vinegar ice cream. So I guess I'm going to have to try it. Cheddar cheese and apple pie. That one's a little strange to me. Apple pie, I guess, depending on where you get the pie and who made it. 
Some apple pies I've had don't have any taste. Some of them are super, super, super overly bearingly apple-y and cinnamony tasty. Tasting, sorry. So, eh, cheddar cheese is a very sharp and tart. I don't know. That one's weird. Then we got peanut butter on a burger. Now, this one I have had. Not really, but sort of. So, the burger company franchise Shake Shack, they had a burger called the Goober Burger. It was like a secret menu item a couple years ago. Came with a burger, um, I believe bacon, and a peanut sauce, like a Thai, like a Thai peanut sauce. That's delicious. That makes sense. The you get the, I think it was pickles on there too. So you get like the the tart and sourness of a, of a pickle, and then the savoriness from the bacon and meat, and then this like weird like sweet texture from the peanut butter. I know it sounds weird, but it's actually pretty good. And the last one on the list was chocolate and chips. Now I think if I my memory you know serves me well. I'm pretty sure my brother Matthew actually made something with chocolate and chips one time, which makes sense because the whole salty and sweet thing is like salted caramel. You get the sweetness from the caramel, salty, you know, the salt, sweet and, you know, sweet and salty type thing. So that makes sense. Kyler, I'm going to let you know to listen to this at the 17 minute and 30 second mark. Nothing tastes good. Well, sorry. Not everything tastes good with mustard. Your fish sticks and mustard are gross. Your fish and mustard and cheese, gross. Anything, all the stuff you dip in mustard, gross. Just absolutely disgusting. I don't think you should be allowed to do that ever again. I'm not joking. That's absolutely gross. Let's see if I can find this. Chicken and pickle brown and pickle brine that's one on the list pizza and ranch dressing whoever does that you're gross i'm sorry i know it's very popular but ranch is one of the most disgusting things on the planet to me just that's just absolutely gross gross blueberries and steak says google blueberries and steak and you'll find plenty of recipes for blueberry based sauces to add to your filet the fruit is sweet but not too sweet and it won't overpower the meat's flavor okay watermelon and salt if you haven't tried this combo, you might think the salt would dry out the watermelon's watery sweet flavor. However, the opposite is true. As many of the other savory sweet combos on this list, a pinch of salt will enhance the flavor of the watermelon's natural sweetness. Okay. Not a huge watermelon guy, but all right, whatever. Bloody Mary and steak. Eh. Strawberries and basil. Yeah, I knew that one. Mango and chili powder. Now, this one's fire. This is absolutely fuego. Sesame and chocolate? Um, what? Some of these just don't make sense. Like, so, what? Ew. Sriracha and peanut butter? Okay. Gross. Honey and pizza. I used to actually dip my chicken nuggets when I was a child in honey. Don't ask me why. I was a weird kid. Miso and butternut squash. No, thank you. Watermelon and feta cheese? Ew. Peanut butter and mayo. Okay, if, okay. Public disclaimer: If you like mayo just the, for the flavor, something is severely wrong with you. 
Mayonnaise is up there in my dislike category with ranch. It tastes like cheeks on a Sunday afternoon. It's bad. You're bad. It's bad. That's bad. We're bad. You're bad. You're gross. Don't talk to me. If you're like, yeah, no, I just love the taste of mayo. Don't listen to this podcast. You're not allowed. You're gross. I'm not being mean. I'm just speaking my opinion. You're gross. Ranch I can handle. Ranch has some flavor. Mayo, on the other hand, has no flavor and the worst flavor all at the same time, and it doesn't make any sense to me, and that's why I have a fire-burning passion that burns inside me for it. It's gross. It's just nasty. Now, I guess... I don't really know what else to talk about. I really try to stay away from, you know, anything political. Um, mainly because my opinion really doesn't matter when it comes to politics. No one's listening to the Night Normal podcast to get a political opinion from Aaron and Kyler. What do we know? I mean, the only thing political that's even close to being pol- like political-wise would be how Kamala Harris's like grandson or son or nephew or whatever he is wore some Christian Dior Jordan ones to the inauguration and Joe Biden's granddaughter wore a pair of Jordan ones. They set the sneaker world on fire with that. Jordan ones are now officially a business casual dress shoe that no one can get mad at you for wearing. Whenever they say dress nice, wear a suit, throw on a black suit, maybe a charcoal gray, some shadow ones, if you got the money, some Christian Dior ones, if you're wearing a blue suit, some UNC ones, wearing black suit, white suit, with some red hints, go bread, black toe, bread toe, whatever you want, can't go wrong with it, the Jordan one is now officially a business shoe, so shout out to Kamala Harris's nephew, or whatever he was, and Joe Biden's granddaughter, you changed the world, thank you. So I guess I can talk about, sorry if there's a lot of, can you hear that? I don't know if you can hear that tapping noise. I uh, don't have the the normal setup that me and Kyler use to record our little arm bars that we put our microphones on. I don't have them. So I'm hand holding this thing, you know? Also, this is really random. I'm just looking at them right now. Uh, the thin Oreos, they taste like Oreos, but they're not as fun. If you know what I mean. Like no one's eating an Oreo to be healthy. Just go on and give me the normal filling in the Oreo. I don't want Oreo thins. Does that make any sense? Now, moving on. Finally off of food and random nonsense that I'm trying to talk about. So, um, uh, as you know, me and Kyler have been doing this for a while. And Kyler and I are trying to grow this podcast as quickly and as fast as possible because me and Kyler want to make this our everyday job. It would be great to make a living off of me and him seeing each other two to three times a week, talking for an hour, nonsensing around and get paid for it. That'd be cool. So I'm going to do a, I'll do it again at the end, obviously. But if you're listening to this, um, just go follow Night Your Normal Podcast on Instagram. If you're listening to it and you like our podcast, 
when you're listening to it, screenshot your, you know, the playlist and throw the link up on your Snapchat story or IG story or whatever they got stories on. I don't know anymore. I'm an old head now. Put it on. Put us on your ticky talkie, as Jimmy Butler said. But um, I just wanted to get that out there. To be honest, I just wanted to go in and make sure I got that off, so I didn't forget to say it at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, but uh. I guess on a more serious note, I texted uh, somebody and I asked them what I should talk about. And every time I ask them, like, opinions on stuff, uh, ask them on what I should talk about, it's pretty generically the same stuff, which is, you know, goals and all that stuff. Um, so I guess I'll talk about that. Um, like I said, me and Kyler's goal on this is obviously to make this podcast extremely popular and we're trying to, Hey, Joe Rogan, we're coming from that number one spot, boy. You're in Texas. Now I was here first. You were technically born first, but I was in the state first. Maybe. I don't know. Joe Rogan's in his fifties. He might've came to Texas before I was born. I lived here first. I'll say that I lived here first. So we're coming for that number one spot. Joe Rogan, let you know if you hear this, we're coming. Don't take that as a diss or a slight. If you want to have me and Kyler on the Joe Rogan experience, that would be <laughs> that would be sick. That'd be cool. I'll drive to Austin in a heartbeat. No hesitation, no questions asked. I'll come do it. Invite Elon while you're there. That'd be cool too. Oh, that's something I can talk about. Elon Musk. So I saw Elon. I didn't see Elon in person. Elon Musk. All right. We find the. So he was actually on the Joe Rogan experience, the Joe Rogan podcast um, yesterday, and uh, he was talking and he said he wanted the new. (laughs) So for those who don't know who Elon Musk is, he is CEO of Tesla, SpaceX. He's a genius. Um, If you ever seen a Tesla driving around or somebody behind the wheel of a Tesla and they're on their iPad or they're taking a nap and the car just driving itself. Yeah, thank Elon for that. He did that. So Elon Musk told Joe Rogan uh, on the podcast that he wants the new Tesla Roadster, which is the uh, like the sport car series of Tesla, of the brand Tesla, who Elon showed the Roadster like two years ago and the car is yet to come out. But he told Joe Rogan he wants it to hover. And... <laughs> He said Elon Musk has said for years that he wants to offer a a rocket thruster package to increase the already ludicrous speed of the second generation Tesla Roadster. But now he said he's considering using thrusters to make the Roadster hover. I want it to hover. This is quoted by Elon. He said, I want it to hover. And I was trying to figure out how to make this thing hover without, you know, killing people. Musk told Joe Rogan, maybe it can hover like a meter, meter above the ground or something like that if you plummet. It, it'll blow out the suspension, but you're not going to die. It's an extraordinary idea, one that is sure to create a headache for safety regulators if Musk actually goes through with it, with the, <laughs> the new Roadster. So, okay, so it's supposed to hit the market in 2022. I doubt it. Um, <laughs> I saw that, and I thought it was a very, very strange thing to say. He also changed the steering wheel in one of his cars to a U shape, which is sort of strange, but whatever. 
I thought it was really strange that he said he wanted to make a hovering car. This man, Elon Musk, is literally trying to create the movie Back to the Future. There was hovering cars, hoverboards. It's weird. It's crazy. Also, the Cybertruck that he announced in 2019, I believe. It's also not coming out yet because uh, it's too big. They have to bring down the dimensions, I think, front, back, side, and side by like five or six inches. So if anyone's listening to this that plans on getting a, a, a Tesla truck, a cyber truck, you're going to have to wait. Also, oh, back on sports real quick. Shout out Austin. Austin Scott, a.k.a. Buckets, a.k.a. Austin J. Buckets. Sharpshooter, Sharpshooter Austin. Scotty McBuckets. Whatever you want to call them, your Warriors won tonight. So congratulations, Steph going to Steph. I know you were happy about that. And where were you at? You were not at the gym. I'm talking straight to you. Austin Scott. That's who I'm talking to. Dude, this episode sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. This episode's butt cheeks. Like, this episode's absolutely garbage. I had nothing serious to talk about. I had nothing prepared to talk about, but I don't want to not have an episode come out because we do have people that look forward to our episodes when they come out. And I just want to make sure that we keep the consistency going because once you miss one episode, one episode turns into two, two turns into three, three turns into multiple weeks, multiple weeks turns into a month. And then, you know, before you know it, You've completely given up on something that you you were growing at a very good rate. So I would rather put out something like this that I actually, you know, sort of went off the cuff with and just sort of had a little bit of fun with, at least for something or someone to listen to. And, you know, this episode's only going to be, you know, 30 minutes or so, but at least that's 30 minutes that I put out. Me and Kyler will be back on Tuesday. Um... <laughs> but I apologize if you listen to this and you're like, yo, this episode is absolute dog water, absolute baloney cheeks, hot dog water juice, terribleness. With that being said, I apologize. Me and Kyler will be back on Tuesday. I'm wrapping this up at 30 minutes. You can find me on Snapchat at Aaron Cross 15. I film Aaron on Instagram. And PlayStation Network. Add me. Let's get some Call of Duty in. I'm goaded. Go to patreon.com slash NYNP. We have two tiers, a $5 and a $10 tier. Hit up Kyler. Hit up me for merch stuff. Just send us a message on, you know, have us, you know, you want to see what we got. I'll send you some pictures. You choose. Buy it. I'll get it to you. Um, Follow Night and Roll Podcast, Academy of Conspiracy, and iFilm Cinemas all on Instagram and Twitter by their giving handles or names or whatever you want to call them. Be safe. Stay clean. COVID's a real thing. Wear a mask. Use hand sanitizer. Keep that stuff on deck. And I think... I think that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yep, that's it. All right, cool. We'll see you on Tuesday. Thanks.